You're listening to the Movement is Medicine show, a podcast hosted by Head to Toe Spine and Sports Therapy, a modern chiropractic and manual therapy practice in Edmonds, Washington. Now, let's get into the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the show. And today we have a special guest for you on the Movement is Medicine show. Flex, my man, welcome. Thank you for joining us. The man with the plan at our next door place, Anytime Fitness. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, Yeah, absolutely. Flex, I'm pumped to have you on the show. We're pumped that we're in this new location and we're right next door to a place where a man is on a mission to transform people's health and fitness. Heck yeah, that's what we're here for. Hell yeah, man. So give us your story. You know, how, you know, like, what's the deal? Who are you? How'd you get into the fitness industry? How'd you get to Anytime? Like, bring it to life for us. Absolutely, man. Well, sure. I'm going to fast forward. Like, uh, so. I played a lot of sports, right? Middle school, high school. And I've always been into kind of working out since the seventh grade, man. Like there was this dude that was just jacked in seventh grade. And I didn't even know he's taking steroids at the time. I was like, how's this guy so damn big? We're in seventh grade. And he was big as an ox. But uh, fast forward. So I played sports again, was lifting weights. And um, man, back then, we didn't even know how to lift weights. We just threw weight around. And back then, we didn't even know the concept of nutrition, right? Like, our pre-workout were, like, Skittles and, like, Starburst. And uh, nutrition wasn't even a thing. We just threw around weights. That was it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, exactly. When, you know, when you're young, you can do that. And, you know, it's still going to see yeah. some gains, you know? Right. But then in college, um, you know, I started getting into bodybuilding. I saw some big dudes. I was like, hey, man, what do, what do you guys do? How would you get that big, you know? And a lot of them, again, were taking freaking steroids. They were on like, the man. juice. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm not into that stuff. So, um, I got into bodybuilding because I went to my first show, right? And my buddy invited me to go out to, it's, it's called the Emerald Cup, probably the biggest bodybuilding show in the Northwest. And frankly, one of the biggest shows um, in the nation, like an, an amateur show. So I checked it out and I was like, hey, I think I could do that, right? And I've always had pretty good, decent sized legs. I'm Filipino. Got the Manny Pacquiao legs and calves. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, I got the legs right. I just got to build them upper body, you know? So um, fast forward. Did my first prep, finally committed, hired this, this bro coach. And I'll kind of get into like the bro coach versus a, a good coach in a moment. So I, I did my first bodybuilding competition. And um, man, I got hooked on the process. Like I love the process, how the body changes. And I'm a man with a plan, right? So it's like when it, once I have a plan, you follow it, you execute it, you get the results. And bodybuilding is that kind of a clear cut. Like if you're following the plan, you're going to get the results. So yeah, if you're dedicated and consistent. Dedicated, shredicated. Yeah, right? shredicated, shredicated, baby. Um, yeah, I love that. But but the thing is, again, like coaching is such like a delicate topic for me in the fitness industry because there's so much just garbage information out there. I'm, I'm being very open, man, because my mission is to like kind of clean up the industry. There's some things that are happening that I don't agree with. And uh, a lot of people are getting hurt. And also, like, a lot of these negative things are happening earlier on at younger ages. So, I mean, me, I was tempted back in seventh grade, right? I just never fell into the temptation. But now I'm seeing a lot of younger kids doing this stuff. And I even, I hate to call this out, but there's even D1 athletes that I know, like, that are kind of taking this stuff. And it's what one guy told me was, like, hey, man, if somebody's saying they're not taking it, they're lying. So... I don't know. This is kind of anecdotal. There's no, I don't know if there's any facts behind that, but it's, again, um, if that's the kind of anecdotes you're hearing, man, there's always something to it. Yeah, you know? juice, juicing in sports and, and just yeah. in life for being just, yeah. you know, your casual, right. passionate lifter yeah. type. Yeah, absolutely crazy prevalent. And again, man, not to judge, right? Like to each, to each his own, like, um, you know, people are trying to do what they want to do, but it's like, 
I feel like a part of it is misinformation. So some people get guided down this, this wrong direction. You're basically saying, hey, there's another way. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I stayed natural all these years. I turned pro as a natural bodybuilder. And the natural progression, I know, pun intended, um, was opening up a gym. So next door, we have Anytime Fitness Linwood. And we were supposed to open up four locations in total. But because of COVID, we've been gun shy in the next location. So we're just going to wait it out. You know, see what happens with the real estate market, see what happens with the environment. And eventually, maybe we will open up more locations, you know. But with COVID hitting, uh, so kind of back, backing up a little bit. We opened up at the end of August of 2019. So fresh gym. You big know, dreams. Big dreams. Big things Thought happening, baby. Thousands of people were going to yeah. come over a couple of weeks. And then, gosh dang it, freaking COVID hit. And uh, it just wrecked all of our plans, wrecked all of our forecasts, everything. How long were you closed for? So we were closed, I want to say like six months in total, maybe even seven wow, months in man, total. that's rough. That's a lot. I mean, we had some false starts. She's like, hey, we're opening up back again. All right, we're going to close back again. You know, masks are required. And it's like, it's been all over the place. But again, with that kind of a challenge comes always opportunity, right? And uh, I'm an innovator at heart. Um, and, and before kind of the bodybuilding stuff, opening up the gym, I worked for the Boeing company as an IT executive for 19 years. Uh, fresh out of high school, two weeks after high school graduation, I worked for the Boeing company. And I just recently kind of retired um, June of this year. So now I'm cool. a full-blown entrepreneur. Welcome. Um, really focused on, on fitness, wellness, marketing as well, especially digital marketing. And I'm ready to tackle the world, man. So um, I, I love the freedom that I have now. And I get to create. Like most of my career, I was kind of using my right brain. But now I get to use my left brain, like using my creative side. There's a whole other world out there. Yeah, getting those juices flowing, the creative juices. I love it, man. Well, that's yeah. a cool cool journey that brought you to this place that you are today. Yeah. And, you know, the Anytime Fitness model is a cool model. I mean, why don't you talk to us a little bit about why you were attracted to that model versus maybe some of the other traditional big box gyms out there? Absolutely, man. And again, right, big box, very non-intimate, um, a lot of intimidation. And I mean, first, when I was going to 24-hour fitness, I was scared to death to walk in there. I was like, there's all these people, there's all these guys, plus it smelled really bad. And uh, I was just intimidated to go in. And so my wife and I, we looked at a bunch of franchises to, to kind of run. And we fell into the, the fitness situation because we love fitness. Uh, she's a stud athlete, probably better athlete than I am. Um, well, we'll see. <laughs> no, but uh, long story, that's, that's another podcast in itself, <laughs> my wife. But yeah, man, Anytime Fitness, uh, very intimate gym, kind of boutique style, a little bit higher end. And the focus is about people, right? There's three C's as kind of the pillars, uh, coach, care, and connect. That's kind of the pillars of the company. And it's really all about driving results for people and focusing on health uh, from the inside and really just building a community. And that's we fell in love with the culture of the company. So we're like, hey, that's that's the franchise we want to get behind. And it's I think it's it's a gamble that's paid off so far. Yeah, it's a cool model and it's a model I can see surviving as we move right. you know forward. I think you know, you look at fitness industry has been maybe one of the most disrupted industries from the pandemic. And, you know, what, who's, who's thrived and who I think has a chance to really gain more market share, I think are the boutique, smaller, right. more intimate gyms, like a, like at any time. And then I think, you know, you have gyms, uh, CrossFit gyms out there, like again, high end kind of same kind of, they're boutique -y, they're niched. Mm -hmm. Uh, but again, they create community, they specialize in transformation. Right. And I think those are positioned to survive regardless of what happens as we go down the line right. with pandemic and all these other factors uh, that are outside of our control. 
I think it's what people want because I built a sick ass garage gym over the pandemic, right? Because everybody, so I built like a killer garage gym and a lot of other people did. And I got Peloton, got the tread. I got that sexy Peloton tread, the killer, the killer tread. They tried to recall it. I said, you can't take that from me. I love it. And then I got a bike, Peloton bike, have all this gear. And just recently though, you know, as we're coming out of this, I was like, man, I've been working out in my gym for like a year and a half. I'm just over it, you know, not, I'm glad I have it all, mm-hmm. but it's cool. I checked out anytime fitness, uh, right down in, Ed- in Edmonds is like two minutes away from my house and awesome, awesome crew there. Great scene. And I think that anytime fitness is like the perfect kind of model for getting back into, especially if you don't want to do a structured thing, like a CrossFit style thing yeah. or group fitness. It's so yeah. great. And one thing that's kind of a little bit different about our gym is we have almost like a hybrid model, right? So you kind of get that CrossFit-ish type of vibe with our functional training. And some, anytime, like chose not to go with that model. So we actually, uh, we, we love that model. And we love training in the group. We also do Oh, cool. You guys do group training stuff there Absolutely. too. Oh, that's so rad. We're kind of, Ashley and I did a like a workout did. yesterday. Kick Shot butt my workout. Legs What'd you do? We did yep. some legs and core. Yeah. Some legs and core, man. Yeah, it was fantastic. Hey, what was the workout structure like? Um, what did you call it? You called it a super. So it, it's, uh, I call it a, as many rounds as possible. So we did three rounds of three triple sets, triple 10 sets. minutes each. Go. So it was like about a, 30 minute workout with two minute breaks in between and Gassed. it's it's pretty high intensity and you're lifting heavy stuff and keeping the heart rate going and I, I love that kind of training man like you never get bored and the fact that there's a clock running you're kind of racing against the clock too and it produces incredible results absolutely. I mean I think one of the things that was so great about CrossFit and I, I was an old I was like an old school CrossFitter so I got involved in CrossFit maybe like Two years after after kind of Glassman kicked it off back in the day, it was a very different scene. Old school CrossFit was, but what was so cool about it, what was so compelling, is I thought I was in shape because I was a, I've been a gym rat since I was in high school. Uh, you know, I, I was like working out at the YMCA with dudes in their construction boots, totally juiced up. You know, all that, and that's kind of you know going to Gold's Gym. That's what I grew up, and I always thought I was like in, in solid shape and strong. But man, then I had my first CrossFit experience like totally kicked my ass, and I was like, whoa, there's a whole st- other different style of training. And fell in love with it and did that for a long time. And, you know, now that I'm 46, I find myself with, I like more of a hybrid model, right? Some, some of the functional fitness stuff yeah. where you're high intensity, yeah. high rep, high volume. But then I also really like to mix that in with just like a really solid progressive lifting process yeah. that's building strength and it's not putting as much wear and tear in my joints these days. Cause I definitely feel it. Right. I think that's the best approach anyway, man. Just having that variety, having the diversity so that way you don't get used to just one paradigm. And it's like, you got to constantly be like, just really confusing your body, you know, and it just takes the boredom out of it too, where you're not so regimented doing the same thing over and over. Again. That's the problem, man. Um, my wife, my wife is awesome. She's a great athlete as well. And she was on this great program. If you guys ever heard of Brett Cronteris, you guys know Brett, he's the glute guy. So he specializes in booties. Like he is the booty master. Yeah. Oh yeah. You want to get that sweet, sweet bubble butt. He is the place to go to get the all natural juicy booty. All of his stuff is wrong. And the glute transformations are crazy. Like go on his Instagram. You're going to think it's like not safe for work Instagram because it's just like pictures of before and after butts. Like constant. And it's amazing the transformation he makes. But one of the problems, problems is training is it's super boring, right? Because it's like you're just hitting the glutes like yeah. all the yeah. time. And, um, you know, and it's like stuff like that. It's really effective. But to your point, can be really hard to stick with. And that's what's really nice to find some kind of a hybrid thing that produces really phenomenal results but can keep you engaged over right. time. right. And what's also different about uh, any time than a lot of models, it's like, yeah, you got the CrossFit-ish, but uh, you also have kind of the 24-7, you get a key fob. It's almost like your second home, you know? So some people can go at midnight, 2 a.m., et cetera. 
Anytime Fitness actually invented the whole 24-7 model and 24-hour fitness and these other guys kind of followed suit. So little tidbit there. That's cool. So we're yeah. so lucky to be able to work out there. It's crazy. Before work, after work. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Whatever so works lucky. for you. James, you've been hitting it over there? I've been hitting it like in the morning if I have like an early patient um, and then or like just like middle of the day if it's a yeah. little bit slow. Has Flex got you on uh, a plan yet? Flex, not yet, no, he man. wants to, but... Uh, no. You need to listen like, to think, this man. I know. Get on a plan, guys. He's got, got results too, but I think, I mean, just based off what Flex has said, you have like those class classes where you can go in and like get that structured kind of workout but then also like there's the freedom to yeah follow follow your own plan um and it's keep the body confused i mean that's like the most important thing i think so we just can't like adapt and get used to it um yeah absolutely i mean flex you brought up coaching you know as a sensitive topic for you and I, i agree i think that uh, I, cause I'm a big believer in getting coaching and, yeah. and especially for people who are coming into, uh, maybe like overload resistance training, lifting in some form and who, who you don't really know what you're doing, like, or, or yeah. like, you know, enough to get hurt or to your point, bro science, maybe you've read some women's health magazines or men's health, or you're following on the Cosmo workout or whatever. Highly, highly recommend that you find an organization like, like yours that, takes coaching seriously right. and and really cares about ensuring that you know people are making safe progress safe and they're progress. getting that form correction and they're getting not just the motivation yeah. right but they're getting the instruction yeah the whole the whole thing man i was telling ashley the other day before we did our workout it's all about stimulation not annihilation mm. and some coaches mm-hmm. man they'll try to trash you and it's like you can't recover and then you don't want to go and your central nervous system's all jacked up and it's like that has to be a balanced approach you know but the balance being being like you said being motivational correctional demonstration and that's that's what a coach is you know like they're actually teaching you instead of just telling you what to do yeah and you find that person and that can i mean that can help so much with keeping yourself one like it's january so a lot of people start with like a fitness goal right i want to get in shape i want to lose which typically means i want to lose some weight yep and you know if you're thinking a little bit it's like yeah i want it you want it yeah i I think a lot of people what they really want depending on their age is they want the sexy what i call the sexy athlete look right so it's like they've got some muscle and some shape but they're not like too jacked right because a lot of people especially women are oftentimes afraid of getting overly muscled right being overly shredded yeah just i'm just i'm not telling people who are into the bodybuilding obviously that's the whole goal there but i'm talking about like most people, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't. They don't want dad bod. They don't yeah. want a twelve pack, and even dudes, you know. It's like I say, yeah. It's like you, you want to be, you want to be fit, but not so fit that you're cover model ready. I don't know, man. Uh, I just, <laughs> he disagrees. He's like, I want cover model, baby. Twelve, eighteen. I have a twelve pack though, just on accident, man. So um, the, the thing is, yeah. like for me, it's always the mind and spirit first. The body mm. always follows. That's so good. W- whatever your aesthetics looks like, as long as mm. your mind and spirit are on point, your your body will follow. Aesthetics will be there. Um, and that's that's especially now, man. Like people get too fixated on like the weight, the aesthetics, how they look. But it's like, how do you feel inside? That's what I care most about, man. And like, this is kind of my newfound approach is feel good naked, feel good inside. And then again, if you focus on the health things, the health aspects, the aesthetics always follow. But people get wrapped too wrapped around the aesthetics and the weight. And that's kind of the wrong why, the wrong reason they're doing it in the first place, which most people tend to fall off. So it's, you got to have a compelling reason why. And it starts from the inside. And I think to that point, uh, when you get really fixated on the end result, right. e- even when you get there, if you get there, 
it can sometimes be a very empty victory. So yep. to your point, you you could have the body that you want or whatever and still feel yeah. ugly or still feel like it's not enough or still yeah. feel less than somebody else, especially in today's yeah. age where we have all these false examples of perfection constantly surrounding right. us. I mean, yeah. like it's social always- Social media, man. Social always media, filters, man. Filters, it's filters, facades. Totally. You, know, like you don't know what's real. Trying no. to compare yourself you know I mean? to someone no, man. else or I, something that's not you know attainable. Yeah. So. I mean, like so, some people, they'll get like tip top shape, right? And do this photo shoot and then they'll blast these like photos throughout the year. And it's like, you don't look like that. That's what they put year. on their Tinder profile. You know I mean? so you know, that's why I like to follow people fishing. that are like yeah. consistently posting content. Yeah. And, like they look consistent. That's, that's kind of, that's, that's, hey, if you're going to follow someone, follow someone like that. That's my recommendation. I, I love it, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Are you, social media? You, are you active? Do you put out I, content? I do a little bit, man. Yeah. Uh, I have way too much stuff going on it's like it's one of the things i want to do more and it's the I curse think, of the entrepreneur especially with my new message man I'm, I'm really gonna get out there more so i think i think i always think about my my advice to entrepreneurs who want to produce content is always like or straight out of the mouth of gary v you know gary, gary yeah. vanderchuk and he's always like document don't create yeah so you know don't waste time trying to create content just document what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis right. Yeah. And that, you know, then you, it makes it a little easier yeah, to bust it out. Just take imperfect action. Exactly. Like Gary Vee says, right? Like yep. people like try to overproduce and that stuff. It's like, you're, you're kind of waiting to get your content out or you're trying to be perfect about it. We're going to get flexing for like the next one on the marketing, on the marketing uh, the angle. Cause it'd be a fun discussion for like marketing and the entrepreneur. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about nutrition. Cause I think you have some things to say there. Yeah. Uh, and again, we probably have a whole like, and I would like to have a conversation on yeah. nutrition, especially as it relates to maybe some of these more niche goals people have like a bodybuilding goal or maybe like a like kind of an event oriented thing where you're looking to attain a certain level or a certain look for just a period of time right. versus how you want to maintain sustain and like really empower and fuel yourself on a day-to-day -day basis right. right because there can be different goals people have yeah. Yeah. that kind of dictates what nutrition so yeah. you know when when clients come in uh to the gym now and you have that nutrition talk, you know, what's kind of, what's kind of your approach these days? It's, it's so like, like you said, it's about the goal, you know, like some people want, some people want to get super lean, but some people want to like gain bulk, you know, like lean bulk as well. Right. But, um, it's, it's always individualized, man. So you can't just have one plan for somebody and everybody's so different, but the general population though, like they're trying to lose weight, trying to get fit. So, uh, most of our clients are like that. Like we'll get kind of a, a left field client where they're like, hey, I'm 90 pounds, I want to be 120. So it's very, it has to be very individualized. And as a coach, you got to know how to work with each individual and understand like their physiology and like how to help them achieve that goal. Because if you only have one approach, one track, man, like that's not that doesn't make you the best coach available. Yeah, especially with with nutrition, there's so right. many different uh, yeah. approaches that yeah. can be effective depending yeah. on the person and their goal. Right. Um, you know, do you fall into a particular camp when it comes to your approach to nutrition? So as an example, yeah. somebody could be a giant, like I'm a keto intermittent fasting guy, yeah. or I'm a kind of a whole 30 clean eating paleo 2.0 guy, or yeah. you could be, I'm a macro guy, or I'm a metabolic. I heard you throw out a term before we started the yep. show, metabolic <laughs> flexibility guy yeah. or whatever. So what do you fall into a particular camp these days? So now I'm probably in the metaflex. That's the easiest way to say metabolic flexibility. That's hard to say, man. We try to say it five times in a row. We, we, we fail. Right? <laughs> Not happening. But you know what though? Like I've been doing this for so long. I've basically been there, done that with all the diets. You know, I've done the high carb, low fat, high protein, Atkins diet. 
like almost keto-ish, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was vegan for the longest time, you know, vegetarian, flexitarian. There's so many things out there, right? But I think there's some principles that uh, a lot of us, um, especially that are health conscious, can agree on, which is cutting out processed crap. That's, that's what's killing America. That's what's killing the world, frankly, right? Two-thirds of the American population are obese or overweight. And it's because of all the processed garbage that we're eating. And it's, it's kind of sad. And that's one of my missions in life. It's to really like kind of disrupt the, the food industry yeah. and clean up their act, man. And, and it's, I feel like it's all a, a cluster, right? Where this is going to get kind of conspiracy sounding, but I'm just going to lay it out there. You know what I mean? So I believe that uh, a lot of pharmaceutical companies, the food companies, the government, they're all in cahoots, right? I mean, you see all the time with lobbying and where the money's going, what studies are being funded and who's putting it out and who's funding the studies. And I, I think my belief, man, is these food companies are in cahoots with the pharmaceutical companies to keep producing these massively ultra-processed foods at a cheap price So and, and, and kind of like ma making sure everyone stays sick and keeps getting sicker so we can keep getting medicated. The more we get sicker and medicated, like we can't think. We have mental fog, right? And we can't snap out of the matrix. So I, I believe that um, we can change all that up by just going to natural, simple foods that were found in nature. So kind of almost paleo, right? Eating back to how the cavemen, cave women used to eat. And that's kind of my new style, man. Like uh, being vegan for eight years. Yeah, I was eating clean. Whatever, I thought it was clean, but I was still eating a lot of processed meats. And if you look at the ingredients in some of these foods, um, these are the ingredients that are so bad for you. And um, who, who was I talking the other day about like how it impacts your dopamine reward center, right? So our brains, man, it, it can't even discern whether we're uh, taking ingesting cocaine, crack, alcohol, tobacco versus Jeez, versus sugar, <laughs> you know, processed oils, preservatives. So the fact that they're putting all these things that are almost like addictive substances in our food, I wouldn't even call it food. These are products that are made by man. So... Um, Rule of thumb, man, just don't eat anything that man-made or man-manipulated. You know, try to keep to minimally processed foods only, right? Gotta that's that's number to, one right there. Got to be able to read the ingredients list, you know? There's that's the thing, though. things so, that you can't even understand on that. It's like it probably, yeah, it's probably coming from a lab somewhere. If, if, um, you, if you can't understand it, but put it down. I think what you're trying <laughs> to say is just like eat whole foods, um, you know, when it comes really down to right. it. Like get those good proteins, healthy fats, those whole grains. Yeah, um, yeah most of the time, you know, and I think yeah. this is where people get tripped up. It's it's like, cause I used to be, a, I was like a paleo, like a paleo Nazi for like years of my life. You know, if I saw somebody eating a bag of chips, I just smack the chips out of their hand. You know what I mean? I smack it. I say, no bread. I take bread at the restaurant. I throw yeah. it on the ground. I like get this poison out of here. Yeah. It was hardcore. But what I found is that, you know, one, you don't have a lot of friends when you live your life yeah. that way. Yeah. You know, people don't want that. That's how it was, bro. With yeah. The whole vegan kick. Like yeah. everybody's yeah. like, ah, that's why people hate vegans. Too too. Exactly, yeah. But even a lot of these other paradigms, right? The, the moment you start labeling something, man, people are like, stay away from him. Like, oh, I'm paleo. Stay away from yeah. me. I'm oh, keto. crazy, crazy. I need my carbs. I'm gonna stay away from you. So that's that's why I love like the Metaflex approach, man, because it's it's almost like a best of breed with a lot of different paradigms all combined into one. And it's it's all about our body just being so efficient that we know how to burn body fat, we know how to burn glycogen or carbs when we do introduce carbs in our system. Mm -hmm. And coupled with uh, strategically timed eating, yeah, mm -hmm. with eating natural foods, man, that's that's the plan right there. It's so damn simple, but the industries and like all these companies just have overcomplicated the whole situation. Now we're all confused. There's content left and right. Like there's gurus, influencers left and right. It's like who who do we believe? Who do you believe? Who, who do you listen to? 
it's hard to know. And even if there's studies, man, these studies are cherry-picked. Like, they'll do that damn study a hundred times until they get the result they want. So it's like, who do we believe nowadays, you know? Yeah, it it's is. And, and it is. It's tough. And you can be... And I think, too, with, with nutrition, it's in particular tough because we get in, people get in cycles of trying things, experiencing some level of success. Right. But then... You know, they abandon that or they go back into a kind of the regular routines, pull them yeah. out of whatever they did. And then Just falling back into those. Old yeah. Habits, and, right? Yeah. And so it feels like a hamster wheel, right. you know, and you try the next thing and the next thing, next thing. You never yeah. really get to this place of where you where you believe could be true or you hope is true is that you could just really be strong and right. fit and healthy and have something that's sustainable and flexible enough to deal flexible. with everything that life throws at you. Vacations, yeah. holidays, you know, connections with people. I, I love that, man. So it's like your plan should be able to help you be adaptive to any moment. Like take, if you have a plan, you can take what the day gives you. Take what the week gives you. That way you're not stressed. You know what I'm saying? Like you stay in a like state of serenity, mm-hmm. right? And if, if your plan doesn't allow that flexibility, you got to be considering another plan to go with. Or and know that, like, yeah, it's, it's a limited lifespan type of thing, right? It's going to get you to a certain spot, but yeah. it's going to be tough long term. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I love the whole, like, Metaflex uh, approach, man. It's probably my, my fav- favorite out of all. And the reason being is, like, not only do I freaking look good, man, I feel like my best I've, I've ever felt. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. I have some anecdotal stuff, but I also have some stuff, like, even working with Ashley and James. Like, they've noticed with some of the changes we've done in recovery because I've changed oh, yeah. my diet in the past, I want to say, four weeks, right? It's been so that since recent, you, right, Since guys? you've been coming to see us. Yeah. 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 I'm starting a new plan. So, I'm big, I'm a big macro guy these days. And, yeah. Um, uh, so um, there's a company you guys maybe have heard of them, maybe not. It's called Eat to Perform. Paul Nobles started it. They've been around. They were kind of started in the CrossFit space. Mm-hmm. Um, his big thing is, you know, essentially people people diet way too much. They're underfed. Yeah. Their metabolism gets into a really kind of underperforming position. Right. And that food shouldn't be an adversary. It should be an ally to whatever our goals are. Right, and so right. their whole... I, their whole thing, I tried it way back in the day when they first started. They were a little less sophisticated. And I started to call it the eat to get fat program because you <laughs> eat a lot more food than you're used to eating. Yeah, right. And without the right structure, of course, you know, if you're in a caloric surplus too long uh-huh. without the right activities, blah, 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 you're getting fat. I mean, I was yeah. eating like like moose pie every day. I'd get oh, like a big man. slice Jeez. of it. I mean, I was like, because yeah. it's like so much food. I was like, yeah. I got to hit these macros. But these days they're a lot more sophisticated. I'm giving them a shot again because I just came off of a great year with a macro coach where I cut cut down was the leanest I've ever been as awesome reversed back up to a great spot you know but then like in the last like six nine months it's kind of just slid you know I've kind of lost that focus and I was realizing like I don't want to be on this continual cycle Mm -hmm. where it's so dramatic where you're cutting your food way down and that's what a lot of these restrictive diets end up doing eat to perform do an interesting thing they bring your food up so I'm going to be moving into like 25 to 2800 calories a day macro targets, like 300 carbs-ish, 175 grams of protein, 90 fats-ish there. And then after you do that, kind of monitor your body and adjust. But then they bring you down, back down to kind of like your normal calories, like your maintenance calories, which then can start to initiate mm-hmm. a lean out cycle. Then they do a moderate cut and they do this kind of cycle where they six mm-hmm. weeks of a moderate cut, four weeks of an aggressive reverse yeah. back up. Yeah. I- I'm going to challenge yeah. that, man. Yeah. What, what if you just stayed lean and cut all year without even trying? I, I mean, that's the goal. That's the goal. Dude, holler at me. I got a plan. Well, uh-huh. here's I'm going to try this and then I'm, and I'll, I'll, when de- I find I'll debate out. any macro coach because I yeah. used to be a macro coach, right? Yeah. And I did macros for the longest time, man. But it's like, what if you could liberate yourself from counting calories, counting macros, having to portion your food, but yet you feel good and look good? 
Shouldn't that be like the, the best plan available? Challenge. And you get to eat the most delicious foods you love. Yeah, I mean, like the that would I would consider that like your intuitive eating approach. And what I've found is that's very very hard to sustain that. But I might be convinced. I will challenge. We'll, that, we we will save it for another show where we will get. It'll be the showdown. <laughs> and you showdown. can you can attempt wow. to prove the metabolic your metflex like plan to us. Metflex, baby. And because I've uh, yeah, I'm always always I always love to hear new things. Yeah. Love to get insight from people uh, who know what they're talking I love about. It, man. Yeah. Well, dude, listen, this was awesome. Thank you for coming on the show. So many cool things, so many future topics that I'm pumped to put onto our content calendar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get you back on, dude. Yeah, this was rad. And so if people want to follow along, um, your social media is there, but not super active or not like, can they find you on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or anything like that? Instagram and Facebook. I got a YouTube that's, that was there. Like I used, I used to be an old school YouTuber, man. I love YouTube. But I'm, I'm yep. trying to revitalize Re- that Reboot, again. baby. So, and uh, come see yeah. it. Come see it. The, the, you're at any time. Right here in Linwood. Linwood, man. Yep. Come through. Come check it out. Yep. Right next we'll, door. We'll get you guys yep. right. You guys so, doing any like, kind of like new member special or anything right now? We should right shout Right now out. we got a $1 enrollment. It's usually like 150 So it's like, hey, <sighs> save 150 out of the gates, man. Just pay a dollar. And great pricing cool. too at Anytime Fitness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your standard membership, your commitment, right? Like 50 bucks a month. Yeah, it's about 54 a month 54 for a one year yep. contract and 65 for a month to month. So. It's awesome. So yeah, yeah awesome. you can go, you know, lock yeah. yourself in for a year or go month to month if yeah. you just want to test it out. Uh, Flex, so great to meet you, man. Hey, man, you too. I appreciate yeah, all the I'm, insight. I'm excited for more content coming uh, up. I appreciate, so. yeah, yeah man. I appreciate it. you throwing it out there. Thank Thanks you for being on the show. On. We will catch you on the next one. Peace out, everybody. Right. Bye, guys. See y'all. Take care.